When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, if you would like ad-free and early versions of these episodes, as well as bonus episodes, movie club episodes, and lots more, head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends. Make believe is not pretend. We might be ill, but we're on the mend. It never starts, it never ends. Welcome to Craig and Friends. Welcome to Craig and Friends. Welcome to... There we go. Well, let me let me welcome you once again, Free to Slaves. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. And thanks for uh, rescheduling. It's quite a very summery day today, isn't it? Oh, it's too hot for me. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. What's your ideal temperature? Um, do you have a favorite season? Yeah, winter. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, I love wearing layers. Yeah. I love a jacket. I love a scarf. I need to be layered up. <laughs> um, and then I have the option to remove things when I get too hot. Okay, that's true. Like yeah. with this weather. I'm I'm not wearing anything and I'm still too hot. It's and also England is not known for the air conditioning. Oh well exactly. So I guess it makes sense that the winter is the better option. Absolutely. And also Absolutely. You, it's not really like a snow heavy place. No. Which I didn't realize for a long time. I'm from New England and oh, right. uh the the shittier one. That's yeah. the what they say new. <laughs> and uh Massachusetts is plagued with snow problems. So I thought when people said, Oh, the weather in England's gonna be terrible, I thought that's what they meant. I didn't realize it was just kind of pissy, annoying rain. Oh yeah, yeah, just gray and wet. That's I can deal with that. Okay. Mostly. But mostly. that's also yeah, that's what I'm used to. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> what part of of fair old England did you uh grow up in? I grew up in Oxford. Oxford, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um it was a lovely place to grow up in. It's a small city. Mm -hmm. So it was like countryside as well as city. Oh, that's nice. But yeah. also like multicultural and there's so much to do there. Yeah. But I also moved away when I was like 16 to Cambridge, which is very much the same. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just very much too used to small cities. Sure. How far away are each of those from, oh. say, like where we are now? Uh, from that, uh, from here, like forty-five minutes on the train. Oh, to that's both yeah. places. Like one of the things I love about this area is that there's so many different places that are about forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximum. Like yeah, less than an hour. Yeah. Like when I used to live in North London and I used to party in West London, mm -hmm. it'd be quicker to go home back to Oxford than it would to go to North London. <laughs> and, well, and now with the Elizabeth Line, I was shocked to discover that when I was in Soho. Because I'm still getting my bearings a bit, you know, mm -hmm. and directions aren't my strong suit. Oh, me neither. Oh, perfect. I mean, Good. I got lost just coming here. Oh, so. I love the note that you sent me. You said, <laughs> I'll be about 10 minutes. I walked very confidently in the wrong direction. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. It's like, it must be this way. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's this way. How could anyone live did over there? to look at a map. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's all about the confidence, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how long were you in oxford and then cambridge before moving to uh, what area are you in now i am currently in bermondsey oh, okay that's um, only a couple stops away from here right yeah. yeah yeah so real close i could have cycled but again too hot oh it's way too hot yep, to so... even consider cycling mm -mm, yeah no um i was in cambridge for four years because that's where i went to dance school oh, okay yeah um and then i moved to london shortly after dance school so i think that was about like 2000 and 
eight or nine. Sure. And I'd just been back and forth from London, like via Oxford. If I was doing dance work, I wouldn't have a house in London because mm-hmm. there'd be no point. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I've been, I think I've been like in Bermondsey for about four years now. And so you clearly like Bermondsey. No, it's just cheap. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's that, the old assumption, making an asset of you and me, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I live with like an old school friend, and he owns the place, and it was cheap rent, so why well, not? Perfect, until yeah. something amazing comes exactly. along, right? Exactly yeah. that. Yeah, I'm so- still waiting. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so do you see family a lot then? If oh, you're no. Going- no? No, no. Um, I see my mum when she comes to Oxford. Like, I see, yeah. She wants to come to every show that I do. And I'm like, yeah. please, no. You're embarrassing. <laughs> What's she like at one of your shows? Oh, my God. She'll drink all the whiskey. She'll be like, <laughs> I'm Frida's mum. And then she'll like talk to everyone. She'll try and find me a rich husband, which I do appreciate that. That's not bad. Um, that part. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get like doctors and like lawyers come up to me like, well, I've just spoken to your mum. And she's like, she'll come up and say hi. And it's like, oh, God. Um. So I see her quite often, but the rest of the family, I'm like, no, you're too far away. Yeah. 45 minutes on the train. Absolutely not. Oh my God. Yeah, Forget it. Exactly. Heaven forbid. Absolutely. <laughs> like you can watch me on TV or something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they see me. I don't see them. Uh, I see. I see. Mm. Like send a message. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. even actually. <laughs> just focus. Uh, yeah. Just focus on the mom. Mom yeah. is all you really That's the need. most important one. It is. So the rest yeah. can, you know, fall in line. Plus, I, I mean, what kind of person are they trying to pull when they go to the show right oh. mom seems to have cut everything covered yeah it, uh, because i'm a terrible flirt so oh yeah yeah and I, I need the help all the help i can get <laughs> but see I'm, I'm a terrible flirt in the other direction oh sometimes i don't even realize i'm flirting and then i'm like oh and then it's fine oh really yeah most of the time although i noticed post-pandemic mm-hmm. I, i've had a little bit of a sort of um social seizure a couple times have social you, seizure i like that yeah have you, have you felt that at oh. all all the time anyway yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not a sociable person oh okay yeah okay which is, uh, strange to have a job like mine well it isn't it isn't though right because you, you can you're in the performance space and then you're in character yeah do you yeah. find that that's something that is part of the appeal of what you do um yes it is i can um I've come from a dancing background, so I'm very used to being on stage yeah. and not interacting with the audience. Right. So then becoming a drag queen, I was like, I can still be on stage. I can do all of that. Nothing faces me in terms of an audience members. Yeah. But then when I have to go like say hello to everyone or host something, that's where I'm just like, no. <laughs> well, I get that totally. I can't do it. Doing video drum, I would basically because i'm in the mindset of like okay i'm doing this aspect of it mm-hmm. and so when there was uh situations where i was like exposed in the booth the, it wasn't a real booth it was sort of on the floor right people come up and they want to chat and you want to be sociable but at the same time you're sort of in your head and you're not really there so people could say anything to me and i really wouldn't register right. it would sort of be like yes and i'm sort of nodding and smiling absolutely yeah and i also become i i realize i do become a robot and i say the same things <laughs> so i get the same questions oh sure so i have like set answers and i realize i'm not giving people enough of me yeah um and then i come across as quite vacant and cold but that's okay also what i am uh, <laughs> sure so you want to telegraph the truth <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm vacant <laughs> there's nothing there <laughs> it's just froth and candy floss absolutely yeah it's just hair and sweat that's all it is that's all i am when did your interest in dance begin um as a kid i started dancing when i was like three years old mm-hmm. Um, I think I must have had ADHD or something. Wasn't diagnosed then, but my yeah. mom was like, I can't deal with this energy. 
put me into a dance <laughs> class and I just loved it ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved like all of my dance mates and my teachers. I would go every week and then twice a week and three times a week. Mm-hmm. Then I realized you could like make a career out of it. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do then. Yeah. What age roughly would you say that you realized that you could make a career out of it? I think I was about... Um, my dance teacher is 11 years older than me. So I must've been about 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. because one of my dance teachers went to my dance school that I went to. I see. And then she started touring with Steps and Five and like all the bands I loved as a kid. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. That's so wonderful that you had such a direct communication or direct line. Absolutely. Because you can actually see it. You're like, oh, that's a real person that I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that fame like the movie, you could actually live that life. Like there was a school where you could just sing and dance every day. Right, right. I just right. thought that was pure fantasy. Yeah. You're like, this like, is a sci-fi movie. It's yeah. wonderful. I love the soundtrack. <laughs> I wish that was real. I wish I could do that. And then I was told that you could actually do that. And so I did it. <laughs> so did you see fame when you were very young? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you yeah, have yeah. a favorite number in it? Um, no, all of them. They're pretty good. But yeah. I mean, Hot Lunch Jam, just from the title alone, I feel. Oh, like... It was yeah, it's such an amazing film. It did have such an impact. But also as a kid, I just loved like fantasy sci-fi as well. Like sure. Labyrinth and Of course. Uh right. what's the other one that I'm obsessed with? I was forgetting name. That's okay. Never ending story. Oh yeah, great. My brain is fried. Well, I mean, you got that pretty quickly. I think thank that was you. like a point one one 1.5 seconds. Thank you. At thank most. You, thank you. You're quite welcome. It's yeah. gonna get slower. So <laughs> that's good. It's a podcast. People need reassurance and okay. something to relax to. And um, we can uh, cut the pauses, right? So Oh yeah, it'll I'm just be words, snappy. words, words, words. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna put it out at two times speed, and then people oh. can put it on two times speed. Brilliant. And they can whisk through it in like 30 minutes. I listen to my WhatsApp messages at two times speed. I didn't realize you could do that until yeah. the other day, and I did it by accident. That was kind of fun. Yeah, you just cut through all the waffle and just get like to the good bits. <laughs> Unless someone's speaking really fast and I'm Then I'm it's out. tough. Yeah, if they're yeah. like maybe on something. Exactly. Like, oh, let me can you slow it down? Because you, you can slow it uh, the podcast down, which I'll do accidentally and I'll be like, Why does this sound funny? <laughs> yeah. I don't know you can slow it down. Uh, yeah, you could do one half speed. I think I oh accidentally gosh. put it on double speed and I was listening to Rock on Tours, which has one of the Kemp brothers from Spandau Ballet. Oh, wow. His voice is a little like aggressive and stress inducing at double the speed. Uh-huh. I, I just put it, put it on and I wasn't paying attention. And I was like, why am I? Oh, it's double the speed. And Mr. <laughs> Kemp is quite passionate. Oh, I love Spandau Ballet. <laughs> yeah. It, I was blown away, uh, once again, being reminded how big Spandau Ballet is in the UK as compared yeah. to the US. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, there's big pockets of support for Spandau, but let's say that the earlier stuff is not as well known. Right. And maybe true and, and gold. gold yeah. But here we were watching the Jubilee and I went, is that is that Tony Hadley on the bus? Which like it makes sense after it I re- looked so him up. Sense. I was like, oh, he's a huge Tory. Yeah. You know, the other guys yeah. in the band don't really jive with him. But anyway, but yeah, Spandau's great, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with like, 80s pop music because it's not what i grew up with <laughs> i don't know how my ears got attuned to it but I, those are my jams i lo- well i mean i did grow up you know i mean i'm 46 so i was a kid when a lot of that stuff was coming right. out but i find that there's something about 80s music that transcends any birthday or anything there's something about a lot of the tones and textures absolutely I th- yeah it's definitely the tones and just the feeling of I think freedom and euphoria. That's yeah. what I get from it. Oh, it's absolutely. almost like the disco era, but mm-hmm. just more synthy. Yeah, exactly. It has that same sort of uh, not escape because I think that's too trite of a word, yeah. but it's sort of a triumph. Yeah, feeling. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, and a grandeur in drama. Yeah, ah, uh, the drama. Oh, love the, the drama. I love the drama. Yeah. Well, those sci-fi movies you mentioned as well. I mean, Labyrinth, Neverending Story, yeah. full of drama, camp, yeah. and great music. Yeah, and that's why I'm a drag queen, I guess, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See sense. those films, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, listen, Texas, don't be banning those drag brunches. Ban those movies. Oh, d- do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the drag brunches didn't make me gay, but nope. here but I am. Those films, though, Lamal yeah. and Bowie, all sinisterly working together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lamal's an interesting one. Oh, uh, I am... Um, I didn't realize he had sung um, Never Ending Story yeah. until I danced with him uh-huh. on a dance show and we were paired up together and it was great. I just thought he was a great person. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that he was the lead singer and I almost cried when I got home because I was like, all I wanted was just a voice note from him oh, singing Never Ending yeah. Story. Oh my God. Does he still do the hair thing? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. As long as you can carry it on. Well, to be honest, I, I saw him like it was like ten years ago. So, so you you've been on shows a long time. You've been working in uh, all the realms, all of the medias yeah. for quite a long time. So, what uh, age was it roughly when you started actually doing what you were dreaming of doing when you entered dance school? Um, I so I went to dance school at sixteen, and mm-hmm. I graduated at nineteen, and then I worked like from from the get go, really. So yeah. I was quite lucky. Um, probably talented as well i imagine some people say that i can't see it (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, not always the way yeah but i think like with i think most people would agree with like with dance schools performing arts schools it is very much everyone's talented that goes there because you have to audition to get into the schools. sure but it is definitely right place right time yeah and i just always happen to be in the right place at the right time i just fell into like the next job the next job sure i was very lucky well isn't like also preparation plus opportunity absolutely it's yeah. a preparation i mean it, it, i just don't want to give myself credit uh, just luck. <laughs> let me do that then let me right. do that yeah it's just luck and happenstance yeah yeah um and then so i kind of like retired when i was like 28 ish i just was always riddled with such anxiety oh interesting. um and i didn't really like the business side of dance i enjoyed being on stage yeah i just didn't like everything leading up to it and everything afterwards. <laughs> um, so I just was like, I'm going to stop because I wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, but And I had like a two years out, maybe a year out. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I miss the stage. I want to perform. Well, what I, were you doing? I was just working in a bar at the okay. time. Yeah. Or a, and a shoe shop. Mm-hmm. Like both of, like just a normal mundane job. Just to be like, tick me along until I realize what I want to do. Sure. Um. And then I decided to move back to London and I saw some drag queens on stage and I was like, this looks fun. I can do that. So I did it for a laugh. Like I entered a competition. It's at the Glory and it was Lip Sync 1000. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just do a lip sync and possibly win a thousand pounds. I did that, didn't win. Um, (laughs) But like literally after that weekend, I was booked for that number like every weekend. And then five years later, I'm still here doing it what number was it it was no one's ever heard of it (laughs) it's called nasty and it's by paris Mm -hmm. and she is actually a choreographer for like little mix rihanna like everyone would have seen her work sure she's such an amazing choreographer Mm -hmm. but she had like a little stint as a dancer yeah so the music is it's made for dancers. Oh, perfect. But, it, but it's like dirty, grimy beats. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it's like Tony Basil stuff. Like, it's definitely yeah. made for 
dancing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any favorite choreographers? Well, Paris Gable, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I love an old school choreography. I love Bob Fosse. Like, he is my ultimate, like, sure. god and legend. Yeah. Nothing can compare. Yeah. Um, and his influence too. When you when you, once you get everything. familiar with it, and then you see it. You're Everyone, like, oh, wow. and everything, everywhere. <laughs> right. Like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. um, Janet. Yeah. Everyone, Paul Abdul. Like everyone is just <laughs> obsessed with Fosse, and rightly so. Like, yeah. He's he's stunning. I saw on one of those Instagram accounts, like I think this was Hollywood, some of his dance routines in other films, which is a whole area that I need to dive into because I love his films. Right. And I can't remember who he was dancing with. Let's say Debbie Reynolds, maybe. Right. And it was one of the most acrobatic, insane oh, yeah. numbers because I'd forgotten that, oh yeah, in the 50s and early 60s, it was like stunts and Absolutely. craziness yeah. in every musical. And there was a lot of musicals back then. Yeah. I want that age to come back now. Right. I, I want to see them all do it. I know. I, me I, too. I consume that. Yeah. I mean, and musicals have done very well in the last few years. Yeah. But I also feel like with these new musicals, they're, they're not the same as the old ones. They're not like, I don't feel like the actors are doing everything. Right. Like, There's almost like a sense of CGI. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also quite a lot of these are dubbed as well. Oh, sure. Like, right. Um, the Greatest Showman was dubbed, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel like I'm just getting everything that i want i know when you watch the old ones and you realize the level of technical skill to have this insane choreography going on and live singing yeah it's mind-bending because you think wait do they have a tape or is there an orchestra over there and there may well be and it's all mono yes there was no remixing it went right to the track and all in one take probably (laughs) yeah exactly exactly that's them i know the the, (laughs) recently was watching bits again of new york new york the liza minnelli robert de niro one and there's yeah. some great moments in there where Scorsese does sort of tributes to yeah the old school era. I've not seen it. Oh, I think you'd like it. I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, please do. It's it's great because it's a nice combination of like really gritty drama, and then these incredible dance numbers, which are also used to you know emphasize oh, these other things. I love that too. I love when musicals take a different tack, and it's not just like up with people. Yeah, though I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What about some other musicals that you fancy? Oh, or eighties films. Anything really? I. I'm obviously obsessed with Dreamgirls because mm. that film came out when I was in my last year of dance school. Yeah. I remember it being a snow day and everyone just went to the cinema and we just sat in the cinema all day watching it on repeat, <laughs> singing and dancing on the aisles. That will always stick with me. Yeah. Um, what else do I love? About Dreamgirls as well. Mm-hmm. That You know, when you hear about the power of a song and you hear how incredible a song is for years yeah. and years and years and years. And I tell you, I am not going. Yeah. I almost thought, okay, well, I've heard too much about this now. There's oh, the, right. this, this is not going to take me away in the same way. To it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Wrenching sobs. I could not believe oh, it. I could God. not believe it. Because, yeah. you know, I think I'd heard part of it in a medley and some Tony thing or something right. like that. And I go, okay, I get, I get what the song is. Yeah. No, no. When you're in the movie, when you're in the story. Right. I also, another thing I appreciate about that is how it flips the realities back and forth, you know, you're sort of at the beginning of a musical. It's like, okay, they're going to perform, but on stage. Yeah. And then midway through, I think the rehearsal scene with James uh, Thunder early, yeah. they're rehearsing and then the stage the, turns and then yeah. boom. And you're like, oh, okay, now we're in musical reality. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love <laughs> <Me> it. <too. laughs> um, I also watched the stage version like Ooh. when it was here a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not telling you. Oh my God. <laughs> there was like a sounding ovation halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... 
because I was like, this isn't gonna live up to its hype again because it's not Jennifer Holiday, it's not Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Amber Riley was playing Effie at the time, but it wasn't Amber Riley on that day. But my lord, whoever I saw, she could sing. Mm-hmm. And oh, and well, the theater here is wonderful. Oh my it? gosh, yeah, yeah. It's so uh, rich and um, it's and varied in its options. Absolutely, yeah. I think I go to the theater about once a week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I I watch a lot. Yeah, what were the last few things that you watched? Um, oh, and also, what uh, pulls you towards a show? The price of a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, sometimes that's the way to see something amazing. Yeah. That you didn't know anything about. Absolutely. And I love going in blind to things, not knowing that much. Maybe knowing, like, one of the people. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. I have to get, literally, my memory is so bad. Oh, that's quite all right. I will have to, like, literally look at my phone and That's okay. You. We love to look stuff up on the show. That's a big feature. <laughs> so you're actually helping me out oh, here. Oh, good. <laughs> um, what did I say? What did I say? Um... My Fair Lady at oh, the okay. E&O. Oh, wow. That was, that was really great because I hadn't seen like an old school musical on stage for a, a long time. Because mm-hmm. it's always like a reimagining or a reworking of. Sure. Or a remix. Yeah. Um, but that was just old school, good stuff with lots of like, you know, flat backgrounds and like on the risers. And oh, everything. I love that. Yeah. I love that stuff. And especially it being in the English National Opera House, it was just... Oh, the opera houses in England are just stunning. I went to Manchester for the first time and went to the opera house to see Trixie. Right. And I was like, oh my God, these theaters. Yeah. I'm always that, I always have that feeling, even going to like, say, the Clapham Grant. And I don't know where that falls in the rank of a venue or what it's, you know. Oh, that's quite low. <laughs> it is. Right, right. But yeah. like comparing like a low venue here to one in the States. Right. And, and there's just like a sort of crumpled old glory to yeah. uh, the Clapham Grant. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is good. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Which I love. It just, and it adds to the whole um experience yeah as well the most recent thing i saw and i need to get more into the theater i think i will because i'll be spending more time here Uh i saw the reimagining of oklahoma oh i watched that too oh what'd you think of it yeah at the young vic right i i had never seen oklahoma i hadn't either oh right okay i I feel much better now oh yeah no i was so i didn't know what to expect yeah um i'd obviously seen clips of it and i knew the songs like most of them but it was a lovely uh, reworking of it. I was just, I was just entertained from start to finish. Oh, me too. I was really stunned about all the uh, devices that they used, like the house lights being up. Yeah, and then you get used to that, and then you're plunged into and total the, darkness. The darkness threw me off. <laughs> me too. Um, it was, yeah, it was. And, and then, then the use of camera on the close-ups and like all the intense moments. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. It was, it was incredible, and like the mixing of technological eras because you're at first in whatever era you imagine that era to be you know maybe yeah. the 50s maybe the 60s whatever and then you're sort of in the 80s 90s yeah. and you're not sure where yeah so i love that when uh when a when a, a production will throw you um around in in the tones yeah and the uh well i guess the uh milieu or whatever yeah we'll find some other words that uh <laughs> are fun to spell i'll put them in there prior was just uh make sure this was backed up and um Great. So uh, now, in terms, now you have to forgive me because I some of the your history is I'm a little patchy on. Um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's the right. theme for today, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, the heat is Just helping. Piece my life together. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to help each other. <laughs> Great. Uh, stitch it together. So um, 
Have you done musicals? I feel like you have. I actually haven't. No, yeah. I trained in musical theatre. Yeah, but I can't sing. <laughs> um, and my problem was when I would audition for like chorus parts, I would get so far, but they'd be like, "You're pulling focus a lot because I'm so tall and broad." Oh, sure. Try for the lead part, and uh-huh. I'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, just just read for it, and I would read, and I would get through the reading part, and then I'd have to sing, and then they're like yeah no uh, yeah and they would just never put me in the chorus <laughs> because they're like they just want me for the lead and it really it upset me for the longest time and so i was like i'm not doing musical theater i'll just stick with commercial dance because that's when the money is yeah and i can just get those contracts easy sure instead of like trying once a year to get a musical that i want yeah and then have the frustration of the yeah. doing really well doing really well and then being prevented yeah yeah it was like a case of like when it comes to like um the lion king yeah i do i had auditioned twice already and they're like we like you but there's only one part you could possibly have and that man is not budging so just come back every year just familiarize yourself with like the choreography yeah make sure your body's still you know able to do it after five years i was like do you know what <laughs> you know where i am you've got my number Call me when you need yeah. me. No, I don't need any more passes. Yeah. Thanks. I've seen you know what it. I mean? Yeah. Like, just call me when you need me. And I'm still waiting for that call. <laughs> I couldn't do it now. I couldn't get through the audition now. Yeah. It's the hardest dance audition I've ever done in my life. Wow. What what kind of regimen do you keep in terms of staying uh, like in shape for dancing? Oh, for dancing, um, going to classes, dancing oh, more. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just keep training. Yeah. Um, and also the gym, which I never did. Uh-huh. I'm very lazy um, because I've always been so lucky. Everything's just been handed to me. So I've never <laughs> had to like keep up on the work. I've just always been working through. When did you start going to the gym then? Oh, I, I tried when I was at dance school because it was free. We oh, had free sure. personal trainers. But I did it twice and I was, I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Where's the number? I want to do a number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and then once I graduated and then realized I had to keep on training I think I went to the gym about five times in my lifetime. Uh-huh. Now I'm old. <laughs> I pay for the gym. I think I've been twice this year. That's half the battle, just paying for it. Yeah. Right? That's the the struggle. You exactly. pay for it, so you're kind of going. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have the intentions of going. Yeah. But just working out is not for me. Yeah, I, it's, exactly. it's not my life. I don't, I can't do it. No working <laughs> out. I don't care about, like, calorie watching or anything like that. I've mm-hmm. never been that sort of, like, performer slash dancer. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Now, is that something that people need to be concerned about or are concerned about oh, in the absolutely. dance world? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of eating disorders in the dance world, oh, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think most people are aware of. Yeah. But um, I, uh, people also just very, everyone has body dysmorphia in the dance world. Sure. Of some sorts. Yeah. Like you you want to like them for the guys, like they want to be bigger, they want to be slimmer, they need to be the right size. It's just plagued with disorders and like it's it's just not a nice place to be mentally yeah and even at dance school like my headmistress would walk around and give you a card saying go to fat club wow at lunchtime if we were like eating pots of like pasta salads or something uh-huh. um wow fat club yeah and they would angle the mirrors like forwards so you'd look shorter and fatter than what you actually are so it would walk with your wow yeah and it's wild to think about how that's so ingrained in the teachers. 
Yeah. Because and, and I bet they're doing a, a, a gentler version of what was Absolutely, handed yeah. to them. Because like my mistress, she was dancing back in the 60s. So forget about it. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> they were like, we want you bone thin and uh, very brittle. I'm sure I sure and slash hope dance schools are very different now because obviously I graduated 15, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. No, 15 years ago. So I'm sure we've come a long way since. Mm-hmm. But I doubt it. <laughs> right. There'll still be some old ballet mistress that is like hitting you with a stick. Like, yeah. Tuck your belly in and everything like that. <laughs> it's horrible. Did you enjoy Suspiria? Did you see that? I haven't seen it. Do you like horror movies? No, can't do them. That's why I haven't seen it. Then probably, yeah. I was going to say then that, that one's I, not for you. Yeah. Um, so weak when it comes to watching horror movies. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, yeah, it's not for everyone. No, yeah. I I don't mind like gore and blood and stuff. I can handle things like that. But anything to do with like the ghosts, spirits, oh, yeah. the mind, yeah, another being. No, no, no. I'm out. Yeah, I'm I'm running away. <laughs> what about suspense films? Do you like those? I will watch them if I have to. I see. But I don't want to feel tense. Yeah, I like escapism. I want to watch something fun and fantastical. Sure. I don't. I don't want to feel that way by choice. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I'm too much in my feelings. So yeah, no, well, thank you. You mentioned anxiety before. Yeah. Now, what do you do to manage your anxiety? I'll just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I'm I'm quite good at knowing when I feel anxious sure and i know when to escape a situation like mm. i don't put myself through things that i know i'm not going to enjoy yeah. and if i don't like it i'll say i don't like this i'm out mm-hmm. so i'm very clear on my limits yeah now would this also uh, apply to the social situations that we we're oh, talking about before yeah, yeah totally that's why i don't host anything really yeah um because i just know i'll just be riddled with anxiety so yeah, I don't do it. And also just drink a lot of tea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just breathe. <laughs> yeah, that breathing's good. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, underrated. Yeah. Sometimes it can be difficult if you're really gripped with a yeah. serious one. You're like, I'm doing the things that it's said online to do, but Absolutely. yet I don't know what's happening here. And sometimes it's hard to breathe when you're asthmatic, and that's what I am. Oh, you're asthmatic. So I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, I literally can't breathe. <laughs> do you have any allergies in, in addition to? Um, Just hay fever, which you can hear now in my... Oh, like, yeah, I get that sometimes. And it's yeah. funny because in LA, I get it at different times of the year than oh, I would really? in Massachusetts. So I'll forget. And then I'll be like, how come everything seems horrible? Oh, right. Yeah. My allergies. Yeah. It's it's not great. But Yeah. Do you take Claritin or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I take all the pills for it. <laughs> pills are fun. Yeah, yeah. Just pop them all. Just dose myself up. <laughs> now, it's interesting. Your, your mom will find potential husbands for you. But you yeah. mentioned earlier your boyfriend. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so does your boyfriend enjoy when your mom comes to your shows? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, well, I don't have to deal with him now. <laughs> he's sorted. Yeah. Phew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very much that. When did you meet your boyfriend? Um, I met him three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's lovely. Um, just met him the old fashioned way in a club. Wow. So right before the pandemic. Yes. Um, it was in 2019, mm-hmm. the summer of. Just him in the car and was like, I'm going to marry you. Just went out to him. And then he gave off a big spiel about how marriage is the worst and heteronormativity and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is the man for me. <laughs> um, you were pretty sure. And then after that speech, you were yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah. Um, but then, because I'm very bad at flirting, and I normally flirt with everyone in the club, but like 
I will not get their names or their details, so I'll never see them again. Sure. But this guy, I was like, no, take my number right now, even before I've told you about my life. Mm-hmm. And I sent myself a message from his phone. That's a good move. Yeah. Right there and then. I was like, if it doesn't work out, we can just both delete it. Um, we had a couple of shots, but I got so drunk, I don't remember what he looked like. And he's not <laughs> on social media or anything like that. Uh, and so then the next week I was at a festival and I saw this really hot guy and I was like, wow, you're really hot. I want to marry you. He was like, yeah, you said that last <laughs> week. And we're meeting up tonight after the festival. I was like, oh, that's you. <laughs> I had no idea what he looked like. But that's kind of a nice reset though for it because then maybe, you know, he's not going to get too carried away. Absolutely. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess he says that to everybody. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's I what really I, that's what you were saying when you were coming up the stairs. Yeah, I didn't, I did. I didn't I quite like, hear it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I really do say it to everyone. Yeah. I, I just, if I see someone pretty, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> and do you really want to get married? Is that something? No, that, absolutely not. No. Yeah. I don't think I'm it's more worse. the premise of it. Yeah. I just, no. Well, we just paused for a small technical matter, but you probably heard a commercial during that time. Wasn't it a wonderful company, right? Oh, I Aren't love they, them. They're, yes. they're great. They're great. Uh, yeah, I use that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I love them and what they do. Yes, yes, yeah. great. Get, get it, do it. <laughs> so I imagine um, the range of shows and um, gigs that you've gotten for dancing span all the opportunities, possibilities. Yes. So I worked on a ship for two years. Oh, wow. That was fresh out of college. Yeah. Um, that was horrible. Um, <laughs> was it good at first and then get The idea horrible? of it is great. Like, okay. I, I do honestly recommend it to like all newbies, like fresh out of college, because you get to dance every day. You're yeah. traveling the world and you're earning money and you're not paying rent. So it's, yeah. it's great. But there's so many rules on a ship that you have to live by that just... Really? Like, especially my ship was you can't sit in a group of four or more. You can't That's drink strange. from a bottle or a can. <laughs> um, you can't wear a vest at any time. So if you're like, you know, out and about. Yeah. No, cover up. Even when you're docked and you're... When you're docked, it's fine. Okay. But once you're back on the ship, absolutely not. A strong vest policy is yeah. something I've never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were... That there were so many odd ones that I've just erased it from in my mind. Sure. I mean, those are pretty odd. So, you know, that's a good yeah. sampler. And it's just like things that you do naturally. You're like, oh, nope, you can't do it. And we'd get told off all the time because as dancers, we didn't have any work uh, commitments apart from the shows. Oh, sure. So we would have like six shows over two weeks. Yeah. So that meant that everybody else on the ship absolutely hated us <laughs> because they would be working for like hours and hours at a time yeah and we'll just be lounging around by the pool okay. so if anyone saw us do anything that was slightly wrong they would dob us in straight away oh so yeah you had a bunch of uh bunch of rats yeah but it's understandable like we were earning literally 10 times as much as most people for uh, one tenth of the work so. sure sure <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a bit yeah 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 um but it means i got to see a lot of the world mm-hmm. we did the mediterranean and then from the Mediterranean down to, where did we end up in? In Singapore. So via Malaysia and India. and Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's did, quite good, especially at that age. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How um, long would you be docked for when you stopped? Oh, only a day because my ship, we would only have like one sea day. Uh-huh. So every day you'd wake up in a different country. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was a good ship for that. And that must have prepped you really nicely for traveling and touring and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I 
would say I'd miss it, but I don't. I miss the people, some yeah. of them. <laughs> but once you're like on a ship, you're it's so small. It becomes so confined that being with the same people for nine months to a year, it just gets it, to you, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like being cooped up with the same people, no matter where you are. And then also, you're doing the same material, right? Yes, nothing's changing. Yeah, only thing that's changing are the passengers, <laughs> but you don't really, not really allowed to talk to them. So sure, right, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bizarre. Did you have any um onboard on romances? Oh no, I couldn't get involved. I'm very much like I don't like being involved in like a love relationship at work. Yeah. I love watching drama. I don't want to be part of the drama. <laughs> uh, completely understandable. Have you ever had a situation in the romance uh, sec- sector of life that was full of drama? <laughs> no. Because I choose them wisely. Sure. Now, would this also uh, speak to an appetite for hookups that were outside of your social circle? There's no, no, yeah, no. There's been no dramas. I am. Um, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, more like uh, when you have you know hooking up with folks. It's just like let's keep this away from the friend circle that you're in. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I don't hook up with anyone. Like especially when I was a dancer, because everyone just slept with everyone, and I just don't <laughs> want people talking about me. Yeah, because I I'm such a loner. Like deep down. Yeah, I just don't want. To be subject of anybody if I'm not there. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't hook up with any of the dancers when I was a dancer. I'm not going to hook up with any of the drag queens. Um, but, yeah. I'm a drag queen. <laughs> no, things are separate. Yeah. And I like them separate. Yeah, and church and state, they operate like, independently. I, I don't want to get involved because there's always dramas. And there's always, you'll say something wrong or someone slept with someone and they said this and... No, yeah. no, no, like Well, I'm not in the bill, and I think that might be because, you know, that that's, exactly. that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, and I, also, I know that I'm being booked for my talent, not because, like, I'm just sleeping with the right person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And no one can say that. Right, yeah. And I don't like handouts. I think that's also a reason as well. It's like, I know that work is because I'm working hard. Yeah. And these people like me because they like me and not for what I can get them, like a free ticket to a show or... Or something like that. Yeah. Have you ever bumped into people that do operate like that or try to get something from oh, you yeah, and all, all the that time. stuff? Yeah. All the time. And but you can also sense it. You can. How soon do you usually sense it? With oh, I'm people? quite good at reading people. Mm-hmm. Um I'm quite yeah. So I can get it pretty quick. Yeah. And there's a lot of that nightlife oh, as well. Oh god, yeah. Even these things where you're like, what are you trying to get? Because there's not much to get here. Yeah. Like in terms of access or Absolutely. some kind of bonus VIP something. Yeah. I um I was working at Glastonbury at mm-hmm. NYC Download, which is the gay bar mm-hmm. in uh, Glastonbury. And the the guys that were working on the bar wouldn't give me the time of day when I was in boy because I wasn't like ripped, didn't look like them. I didn't have a tash and I wasn't wearing a leather harness. <laughs> <clears throat> but then as soon as I was free to saves on stage, because I was doing both of the jobs, I was performing on the stage in the bar that I was working at. Mm. They all wanted me. They all wanted to be my best friends. They wanted to know everything. Uh, how do you know X, Y, Z? How do I get this job? How do I get to be dancing on stage? I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, sorry. Absolutely. I would only talk to the people who spoke to me when I was a boy before because 
I mean, they just like me as a person. Yeah. I, I don't want to be used in any way. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Sometimes people are so blatant about it. They'll be like, yeah. oh, you're... And they fill, fill in the blank. Absolutely. Oh, and then they have all these questions. And yeah. the tone of voice changes. Absolutely. The look in their eyes changes. Yeah. And they treat you differently. Yeah. <clears throat> I am... I'm a strong believer in treating everyone, everyone the same. Yeah. Whether you are a superstar or... I don't know, you're fetching me my sandwiches. Yeah. I will treat everyone equally. And I think that's how I got so far as well, because I'm just so, I wouldn't say nice, I'm just easy with everyone. Well, you're very pleasant yeah. to be in a room with. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome. Um, but yeah, I just treat everyone. And so when I started to get big in drag, a lot of the baby queens were like, oh, how do I get this job? I'm like, just be nice to everyone that you see in the club. Yeah. And I would turn around and then they would not be like talking to like the slightly chubby balding man that's in the club. I'm like, but you don't know that he books me to do MTV. <laughs> you just see an older <laughs> chubby man and you're not giving him the time of day. Yeah. If someone says hello, I'll say hello. If you don't talk to me, I won't talk to you. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, I just say be nice to everyone at all times. Because it's also better for you as a person. Yeah. It, it does you not even karmically it's not about getting something no, but no, in no. terms of energy and how you feel absolutely it when you're just the same with everyone and yeah. pleasant i mean we all have bad days sure oh, but, of course but you know like the same general approach it, it lifts your day up absolutely yeah like yeah and i also just know that it you don't know who's coming up as well ever like yeah ever, exactly ever. um i spoke to who was it one of the drag queens i can't remember who on a uh, drag race mm-hmm. and they came up to me at a gig. They were like, you won't remember this, but I came up to you in a gig and I was like, how do I get into drag? And you're just so nice and so calm and just told me what clubs to ask and blah, yeah. blah, blah. They did it and now they're on Drag Race. And I was like, that makes me feel old. But <laughs> Thank like, you. Um... Yeah. I could have been a terrible bitch to them. Oh, yeah. And then that would have still lived with them. And then they'll be spreading that around town. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. No, and no one should want that. And whatever joy people get from being shitty to people, yeah, it, they should really remember or figure out that it's not worth the energetic pull that happens afterwards. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So just be nice to everyone. Yeah, just be nice. Yeah. And also, uh, you can tell if someone's asking you a question, mm. if they're genu- genuinely curious because they know that you have more experience, that you have the knowledge, yeah. rather than someone trying to wheedle yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, it's also in terms of like, talking to I used to get as a dancer as well as a queen when you ask someone how they are and they give you their CV like I've been doing (laughs) this and this and this job and this job and blah 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 I'm like I just asked how you were mate like yeah I don't want to know what you're doing I don't care that much yeah sometimes people are way too presenting their career yes all the time and it's not just I'm excited because I'm doing this because that's a different thing. And you can kind of vibe on that. You're like, yeah. "Yeah." But when it's very much like, here's the latest accomplishment that should make you want to talk to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm (laughs) out. Yeah. I'm out. Like, I'd rather know what you had for dinner last night than what job you think I'm going to be impressed by. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's also funny too, when people try that and it's like, you think I'd be impressed by that. What data are you working off of? Yeah, exactly. Um, but people also have a misconception of me as well because they see Frida Slaves like mm-hmm. this powerful dancing like drag queen on stage. Mm-hmm. They think that I'm going to be like a yes queen, mama slave boots, whatever. <laughs> and they see me backstage. And I'm just like, hi guys. And I'm just like quiet and keep myself to myself. So they all <laughs> always come at me with this 
energy. Yeah. I'm like, new. <laughs> it's strange uh, how people do project onto other people. Yeah. And don't take a moment to just sort of be like, let me see what they're like. Yeah. Which and is, you know. I don't really have time for those kinds of people either. Yeah. Because you've made assumptions. Like, all it takes is a hello, how are you, to read how the other person is actually feeling and how they will gauge yeah. the social situation. Right. And that's just a simple one question yeah and if you can't even do that and you're just wanting to get something from me because you think that's what i'm gonna like to impress me off the cuff you already failed i've read this story about bob dylan uh i think it was springsteen or prince i can't remember who said this but it was at the we are the world sessions and they said oh the thing with bob is you just you know just talk to him like anyone else i was like hey bob what do you know what time it is and he gave me the time and then we started chatting about something then we got like coffee yeah, and because you know anyone like that, people are just coming at them and at them yeah, and at them, yeah, and you can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. why they get a reputation Absolutely, for yeah. being a little brusque, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I used um, I used to work at the National Theatre, and because I'm so, uh, blasé about like fame, they put me into the green room bar, so where all the actors would drink, and some of the actors would just expect me to fangirl over uh, but I just wouldn't know who they uh, are or care I'd just be like do you yeah. want to drink or not mate like, yeah nothing will make you le- like uh, uh, non-interested in someone yeah. than that vibe absolutely yeah but then I would make some good friends from it because they're like I just like the way you are with everyone yeah just I, like yeah just I was gonna say mean I'm not mean I'm just like just don't care <laughs> well much. yeah not caring is a superpower yeah yeah and one that's easy to access as yeah. well. People don't maybe realize that sometimes. Uh, are there any queens that you've worked with that you really just have such a wonderful relationship with that you'd like to maybe try to get on bills with for, for over the years? Because so, yeah. you did you did a lot of work with Sync the Pink, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, really wanted to go to the last one, but it just didn't line up properly. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, it looked amazing. It was amazing. We did print works and it's such a big venue. Mm. I'm not sure what the capacity is. I think but... it's 6,000. Yeah. Because someone sent me a photo from the back. Oh, they actually said, I don't know if you want to come right now because it's a little, I, there was a Passover uh, Seder. And so I, by the time I would, would have gotten there, it was rammed. And, oh, right. you know, getting used to crowds again. Yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe a few too many people for me right now. Yeah. But, yeah. It was, it was chock-a-block. I, as a venue print works, it looks amazing, but I don't think it's great for like dancing in because uh-huh. everyone's just always passing through. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, so yeah. you're always in someone's like way. Yeah. There's I have a no, knack like, for finding those spots at the club too. too. I'm like, oh, good. A little place I can tuck myself in. And, and then, par- then you're, pardon me. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. It's like a whole train of people, isn't it? <laughs> you're like, mate, I just want to do a little two step to yeah. like Britney Spears. Let me live my life. <laughs> I feel like you do the same as me in a club setting. It's like, I want to find the little area yeah. that's sort of my home base. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is my space and I'm going to dance in it. And if anyone comes near me, I'm going to hit them by accident. <laughs> oh, I'm so moving. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sing the Pink is great, but it's no longer. So rest in peace. But it ran for many, many years, right? Yeah. I was only with them for three years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with them for long. I was quite new to, oh, okay. the, to the family. They've been going for like 14 years. And you said that you've been doing the drag for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, and this is after your hiatus as well from entertaining. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, I got with them because they asked me to do their competition of Missing the Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't win that. I haven't won any competition. I've, <laughs> I've done. I don't know how I've done so well, though. <laughs> uh, but Bimini won it that year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she's still currently the reigning Miss Sink the Pink because we've never had one since. That's a what great timing. Yeah, exactly. Like because of the pandemic and everything. Uh, but in terms of queens, I want to. I love. Like I love Baby Lame. Mm-hmm. Baby Lame is my drag dad. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I owe him a lot. Baby and I just uh, got to have an in-person chat oh, really? recently, which was nice because we chatted online and oh, everything, okay. and it was just great to actually be in the same room He's after great, all this time. He? Yeah, fantastic! Just I the love best. him so much. Yeah, um, and then also like my drag aunt is Crystal mm. from season one. Yeah, uh, because we all do memes together. Oh right, yeah. I got a... to go to my first memes this past weekend. It was wonderful. Ah, oh, oh, see, I'm doing the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'll be back a lot more this year. Oh, so okay, cool. Hopefully it'll all line up oh yeah absolutely yeah and happy um, eighth birthday to mimi's oh yeah happy birthday i've been with them since i started oh i see okay because i when i did the lip sync 1000 competition at the glory crystal was also in the same heat oh okay but baby lane was one of the judges um and so from they booked me my first gig and i just worked for them ever since okay and you know I, I, th- I just realized i think i, I blend and mix sync the pink with the Mimi's crew. Do you, oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I no. know who the Mimi's crew is, but just because of not having gone to Sink the Pink, yeah. I see some of the familiar faces and I go, oh, okay, so it's all like kind of maybe the same. No, collective. yeah, it's it's quite separate. They're, they do different things. I think they were the same because Sink the Pink obviously started off at Bethnal Green Work and Men's sure. Club, but then I became like this like absolute monster that it is. Mimi's is still at Bethnal Green's and still like, like uh, channeling the the cabaret and the circus acts of it all mm. and championing like diversity and all things like that. That's Which why I, I love Mimi so yeah, much. I really loved it yeah. uh, going to that because of that. Yeah. The, it gets such a variety of a show. Exactly. And the yeah. crowd too is fantastic. Oh, the crowd. I love them. Mimi's is the best crowd. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's so good. And there's a great vibe there. And plus, I just love the layout of Bethnal Green because when you go out to either the bathroom or the smoking area, yeah. you, you feel like you're in grade school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's still an old working men's club. Which is amazing, yeah. Uh, I think, was it Last Pride? No. I don't know what it was, but Mimi's was on upstairs, and then downstairs was the World Cup. Oh, wow. And so they literally put a cloth barrier between the two. <laughs> ah. whilst the, so we could have downstairs as like a holding area for upstairs. Oh, that's but the so smoking funny. area was just full of like football hooligans <laughs> and memes. And there was not one bit of trouble because they're so used to us. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, the staff there is great too. Oh, yeah. They're all lovely. Yeah. The, the, they gave us the whole way. Have you been here before? Here's how it runs. Yeah. There's no um, strange vibes you get at some clubs, you know, where it's like you're supposed to know the code. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. 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 No, I, Bethel Green as a venue is just, I love them. What are some of your other favorite venues? The Glory is that? Yeah. The Glory is yeah. my home, I would say. Um, I haven't been there for a while though. So I shouldn't actually get my butt over there sometime soon. But the glory is where I started. That's where I did yeah, the lip sync. Right. And they they nurture lots of new drag acts and queer acts and I couldn't praise them enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, other venues like Dawson Superstore is also a mm. good one. Where else? I think those are the only ones that are like a solid feature in my life. Yeah. Because I just do anywhere that pays me sure. after that. That's a good policy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be tied down. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. No, I'm a free woman. (laughs) (laughs) Just strong affection for these, yeah, uh, certain places. And I made uh, my first trip to Dawson Superstore recently as well. It's quite small, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and it was quite nice to actually put uh, like the vibe to the name. Yes, I I did notice something interesting that when it gets very heated during the dance stuff downstairs, people crush towards the DJ booth. I thought the room was packed solid from end to end. Until I made my way, finally struggled through the crowd to find the bathroom. I was like, oh, it's all empty back here. Yeah. So, you know, I love how a place ha- will have its own peculiarities. <laughs> and I still haven't been at RVT, but I will. Oh, have you not? I know. I know. Oh, I know. Goodness. It's been thick and fast uh, recently with some other stuff oh, that will okay. be spoken about soon right. on the show, as you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to be here a lot, so I'm looking forward to all the things. Oh, RVT is great. And the Eagle as well, which is literally down the road from it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's where what... Horsemeat Disco is. And that's oh, where... I've been dying to go to that for <gasps> ages. Horsemeat Disco is my favorite club night. Uh, I, I I love everything that I you know see from them and yeah. hear from them and the playlists and everything. So I'm really yeah. excited about that. And the crowd for Horsemeat Disco on a Sunday. Yeah. It's the best <laughs> i just love it i love everyone there yeah that's my happy place for sure yeah. so disco is a big favorite of yours oh then. yeah 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 i as soon as i've had like a shot of tequila i think i'm diana ross <laughs> i think i'm done a summer that's what we all want right yeah yeah like i don't need a wig or a heel for that <laughs> no just a shot of tequila yeah <laughs> legit yeah is that your favorite uh drink tequila, tequila yeah it, i've learned to like it <laughs> It's also because I people always offer me drinks and drag, and I don't yeah. want a wee, so I've just learned how to do shots. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's very liquid. economical. Yeah, yeah, gets yeah. me drunk, <laughs> and I'm taking a drink because people get offended when you say no as well. Sure. So yeah. I'm fine, I'll do another shot of tequila. You just do it all for the people. I'm doing, I'm getting drunk for the people. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they want. Also, I'm nicer when I'm drunk as well. So. <laughs> That's what I was trying to play with booze earlier. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 No, it's mm. way too early. It's too early. I, well, I admire that. Yeah. That Those strict rules. Oh, I do have limits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just know them very well as well. Well, it's good to know your limits, no yeah. matter what substances yeah. that uh, flow through. Any other substances that you're fond of? No, I am so boring. Look, like, whatever works for you. It I works know, for you. Like, because I react like intensely to like anything that's in my body in terms of like food oh, so sure. if i have like a red bull oh, okay oh God, people think i am on it <laughs> and i feel like i am yeah i can't that's why i don't drink coffee i don't drink caffeine so okay. if i'm out i'll have red bull and i'm like oh it will literally keep me up all night mm-hmm. i can go up until like 11 a.m just be like it's so funny because right. I have such a steady stream of caffeine going into me uh, and ADHD medication, which is oh, interesting. Really? But that serves to sort of calm me, although yeah. I am on anxiety medication as well. So who knows? But this is a new development uh, after the Pavarotti. So yeah. we'll see where that goes. And also, the but the body's chemistry changes every eight years or something like that. I does it. Something like that. Yeah. So it's always good to check in with that. Not that you need to, but anyone listening, have a, have a, have a look with your doctor. Um, but oh, you I mentioned should. tea before. Do you like herbal tea? Oh, yeah. All of them. Every single one. I don't have a favorite. <laughs> Give me anything. Well, would you like peppermint and licorice tea? Because I have some in there. It is oh, a bit hot, though. Uh, well, I lied to you. I just lied to you. Not licorice. Aha. Uh-huh. Licorice okay. can get in the bin. <laughs> it doesn't belong anywhere on this earth. Oh, wow. The ice contingent are going to be upset. coffee can get really? out. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Nobody needs that in my life. <laughs> you all need Jesus if you think you need that. Oh, I'm trying to think of that. What's the... There's a, there's a liqueur. I'm trying to think. There's a cocktail you would hate called a Harvey Wallbanger that has a, an anisette licorice type of liqueur oh, in it man. and orange juice. It's uh, a bit rough. It's a bit rough. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's very 70s. Oh. Yeah. Galliano. Galliano's the name of it. 
but yeah <laughs> and it's in this big ornate bottle yellow it's a bit uh it's a bit much oh no i guess sambuca's off your list too oh god sambuca <laughs> i can't even if someone has a shot near me i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah it does you know the smell of that will just ripple right oh, through a, yeah. a room yeah, yeah yeah it's horrible one time at a drag race viewing party i made some kind of punch with pinnacle flavored vodka and then i brought the host a bottle of i think the swedish fish flavored vodka and uh, or the pink lemonade i can't remember and it was in the fridge or the freezer they broke it out for shots and the whole place stank of it oh, afterwards no. so do you like any of the flavored gins i see a lot of those here oh yeah i love that there, it's i don't drink but i just love the variety oh, that's right. available here yeah like in marks and spencers they have like strawberry and cream gin i'm like yes <laughs> yeah it's it wild yeah, yeah. rhubarb <clears throat> oh yeah that's that's a classic <laughs> like give me all the gins sure i love a gin bar i'm like <laughs> i just i will yeah gin's also in my drink oh okay. also white wine but also vodka uh-huh oh, okay everything else <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite flavored gin then um rhubarb rhubarb okay yeah, if rhubarb. i was a drinker i would i would try that one because i thought wow rhubarb that makes a lot of sense that's yeah. a delicious delicious thing that yeah. rhubarb um, yeah which one the strawberries and cream wasn't that great I think oh yeah i tried it was a bit sick Disapp- oh okay um, yeah sometimes you can go too far yes you can you can um, but and gordon's gin. is gonna go there oh uh, yeah gordon's it- It'll do. Like, <laughs> if it's free, I'll drink it. <laughs> and what about uh, food? Do you have any favorite meals? I eat everything. I'm like a goat. Like, just put it in front of me. I'll gobble it down. <laughs> um, but my go-to, I love rice. Yeah? <laughs> like, when I say rice, I mean, I will have it plain. Really? I will have it with everything. Yeah. Um, Just give me a bowl of rice and I'm so happy. <laughs> that would be like, and it's so easy. Do you know when you just come home from work, you're tired, you can't bother to cook? Bowl of plain rice will do it. Wow. That's impressive because um, I, I, I can't do that. The starch gets me. Oh, really? Yeah. It'll knock me out. It'll make me feel a little fuzzy. Like I can have rice or pasta once or twice a week, but more than that, and it gets a little oh, much. See, I can't do pasta. Oh, okay. That, yeah. That knocks me out. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. understood when people say, oh, you get a lot of energy from it. I go, I, pardon me? Yeah, well, all of my energy is going to digesting it. I yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, I get very groggy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm turned to an absolute slug, so I try not to, but I love <laughs> it so much. <laughs> That's the thing. I do love yeah. it. A nice pasta dish. And I love cheese as well. So like pasta with cheese, I'm like... Do you have a favorite cheese? Um, I go through about a block of parmesan a, a week sure that's very understandable relatable um i love a soft cheese mm. um something with a chili in it would be nice oh yeah or garlic although mm-hmm. that'd be even better um all the cheeses yeah but luckily my friend owns like a, a french eatery on broadway market oh beautiful so when we have like dinner parties there'll just be a table full of all the cheeses <laughs> oh there's few things better than that Oh, like a charcuterie plate yeah, platter yeah wonderful always yeah or like a good raclette oh yeah i have to try that i think oh, i've yeah. had one before but i haven't had it in so long that i can't reference it in my mind is it like sort of a blue cheese or is it no, no, no. it's no. just like a hard white cheese but it's just solid yeah yeah you can get a truffle one which is the best oh okay and i once went to a 12 hour raclette party what 12 hours of cheese Wow. Yeah, I was really happy. That's significant. Now, well, what's the best uh, cocktail for that? The white wine or? Uh, I would say champagne or something. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you want to be luxurious when yeah, you're having yeah, that sort of uh, experience. You mentioned dinner parties. Do you like to put on dinner parties? Oh, no, I can't cook. 
No, I can cook. I don't want to cook. Yeah. I don't like cleaning up. I'm a very clean person, so I'm always cleaning. Right. So I don't want to make mess. <laughs> so I don't want to have a dinner party because I have to clean it all up. Yeah. I like going to dinner parties. Sure, because I was curious if, if there was a maybe a, a, a difference between hosting, you know, like an event, and if you like to host things at home. Oh, no, I don't like to host things at home either. <laughs> I don't even like people in my house. Really? My house is my sanctuary. Sure. Like, no. Yeah. You um, like your alone time. You like your space. Absolutely. Do you live with your boyfriend? No. <laughs> I had a feeling. No, I just no, wanted to but see. But he also lives a 10-minute walk away, so. Perfect distance, though. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I could even walk over in my pajamas and not care yeah do you know what i mean yeah no my place is my place and space don't come near me don't come near it do you like staying over certain nights no. or no you just go home uh, no i will yeah because it's what you should do <laughs> but ideally yeah i would i don't want to <laughs> yeah you have your lovely evening yeah yeah and yeah. then you go your absolutely yeah. i don't mind leaving at like three o'clock in the morning i really don't i just want to be in my bed yeah waking um, up in your own bed is a absolutely, nice thing yeah yeah um there was like talks of because I'm having to move out of my house currently, of like moving in with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just, I don't think, I don't think that's right for us. <laughs> but he's also the same as I am. As well, like, that's very good. It's been three years, so we're like, maybe this is the thing we should do. But it's not the thing we both want. Well, then that means it shouldn't. It's not something you should do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I will just find another house that's five minutes away, <laughs> and just keep on doing what we're doing. How's everything been in terms of that stuff? Uh, in terms of those things where you think that's what we should do with your relationship? Have you ever had moments where you were sort of going down the wrong road with each other because you felt this is how we should be operating? Um, no, I think because I'm quite. I love to talk. <laughs> So if I feel anything slightly off, then I'm like, let's talk about it. Um, he's not much of a talker, uh-huh. but at least it's out in the open. And then we're both like, no, this isn't right for us. Let's sure. do what we want to do. Yeah. Well, um, it's good. It's good to have someone to be the vocalizer. Oh, that's definitely me. Yeah. yeah which is maybe helped- too much sometimes. <laughs> now, does he ever blanch at that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in what way? Is it like, oh, do we have to talk about this now? Or is it like, very much that? <laughs> and you can just see in his face sometimes you don't need to say a word he's just like here we go again <laughs> i'm like okay I, i'm gonna stop <laughs> i'll wait until it really hurts me <laughs> i always like to use the line like well we already are talking about it so we're just gonna have to we'll just screw up another day why not just get it at, we're already talking about it wow yeah maybe i'm gonna use that then. i'm not saying I, i'm able to rest that into the discussion every time but it works for me. It helps I'm, me to think about it that way. I'm going to try it. Good. I'm glad. Hopefully, <laughs> and then I get a report from you. It went very yeah, badly. We're breaking up now. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this says. <laughs> Just let me know when we can do a call and when I'm in, yeah. back in the States and everything. <laughs> so do you spend time in the States at all? Not really, no. Um, I used to go like every September for Bushwick to Oh, York. yeah. Right, right. Um, with the girls, but since pandemic, we haven't been back, and there's not really been talk about going back. Mm-hmm. However, I'm currently on tour with Becky Hill, who is an English pop star, mm-hmm. and she's got some dates in America the same time as Bushwig. Ah, so if we can get our visas done, then we can possibly go over and spend more time in America. And I've never done anywhere but New York. It's a pretty good place, though. If you have to pick one, right? Oh, no, I've been to Disneyland, Orlando. Okay. Uh, but I want to do the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, you I, should. I've, I I I know I'm going to love San Francisco. Absolutely. I bet you'd like LA as well. 
I just don't know about yeah. that. I want to experience it, but I'm not sure if I will like it. Sure. But my knowledge is like Beverly Hills Housewives. and Oh, yeah, no, no. Very different. Oh, okay. Like even just one town over West Hollywood, which is where I live. Right. Uh, there's a, well, there's a bunch of bars there that are of one stripe, but then there's Precinct downtown, which is my favorite queer bar. Right. And they do like, for instance, House of Avalon does a night there. Uh, mm. Meatball does a night there. Uh, Bitch Puddin' does a night there. So th- th- it's a nice array oh, okay. of vibes. Yeah, and All it's right. a lovely space too. I didn't know those queens were there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they all do the nights there, like once a month. Sometimes a little bit more. And then also, House of Avalon have a month, a weekly rather, Monday, in West Hollywood, at this place called Gloss. Maybe I will like it then. I think so. Yeah, it'd be great, and it'd be great to see you there. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, and let me know. And um, Bushwig, tell us a little bit about Bushwig. I know a little bit, bits and pieces. I've never been able to go. Right. It's just schedule-wise, when I've been in New York, has not been the right time. Right. Yeah, so Bushwig normally happens, like, I think the second week of September. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a big old drag festival. Sure. Um, It's in a big, I don't know the place, but it's in a big center, open stage, yeah. drag all day performing, lots of stores to buy stuff, lots of artists, lots of photographers, and just a good place to network, really. Yeah. Um, And it's just such a joyous, like, two days mm-hmm. of just fun and yeah. happiness. How'd you um, first get connected with them? I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, a drag queen called Civil War. Uh, good, great name. Great name, isn't it? They also got a house of war. Oh, love that. Um, uh, was connected somehow and then suggested that we do like an English takeover on the stage for an yeah. hour. So just got like about, I think it was eight of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just did it for like a couple of years. And through that, that's how I made my connections in New York and doing all the clubs there, which has been fun. Yeah, super fun, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I couldn't get used to the tipping system. Oh, sure. Like, because we're like when we were doing our performances in the clubs, we obviously do a number from start to finish, and it's like full choreography or like a full performance, yeah, with no chance to walk around to interact with the audience because that's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and people like coming up to me mid-performance, like trying to hand me like ten dollars. Yeah, something. I'm like excuse me, sir. <laughs> Please sit down. <laughs> I appreciate the intent here. Yeah. However, yes. So then the next year I went, I was like, okay, let me choreograph where I can just walk around yeah. just making all the money. <laughs> Loved it. Fewer steps as well, right? Yeah. I guess, well, maybe more steps, but less uh, choreography in that. Yeah. So how do you approach choreographing a number? What What's the first thing that you relate to in a song that sort of gives you the map for the piece? Yeah. So I find choreography really, really hard. Even when I was at dance school, I used to pay somebody to do all of my assessments <laughs> oh, okay yeah so i just cheated my way through dance school <laughs> isn't that called delegating uh, yeah yeah there you go uh, yeah. business people say that delegating is I the was way delegating yeah. i was learning business from a young age <laughs> um but i need a song that will go somewhere i can't there's so many good songs out there that are just quite flat mm. like they're great to listen to great to sing along to but to sit an audience down and make them watch you for three and a half minutes it has to go somewhere there has to be a change in rhythm yeah in in tones in textures and colors and everything and that's why i don't really perform to a lot of songs because it's so hard to find them Mm. 
like lots of people just will do the latest pop song sure which is great but my god i find that boring to watch because it's just like a dance beat for three and a half minutes sure and it's just the same dance moves over and over and over and over again i'm like please make this stop <laughs> i'm all about keeping it short brief and great and leave them wanting more because no one ever says oh please like please stop <laughs> um, but there was that asking for more yeah um so if i'm like judging a panel or anything and some queens are asking for my advice i'm like just cut it by a minute at least yeah like nobody nobody cares really about you they care, they want to be entertained yeah and it's they will care them. about you if they're entertained absolutely yeah um so just remember that yeah it's yeah it's like uh with accessorizing it's like take one thing off yeah before you go out yeah take one minute off <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i don't forgot what the question was oh Sorry, no that's I'm okay waffling on. no you answered that's what i wanted oh, okay, I, we great. want the waffle yeah yeah um and when did you when you first started drag is that did you have the name frida slaves from the beginning yeah so mm-hmm. frida slaves came to me before i was a drag queen um i was at glastonbury working at NYC Download, hmm. and you get more money if you if you do it in drag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, fine, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, I, so I got into drag. I say drag, it's very loose. Put on a wig and a bra. <laughs> and um, people kept asking me what my name was. I was like, I need to come up with a name. Yeah. And it just came to me as an epiphany whilst I was in the fields. It's like, mm-hmm. Frida Slaves. And it's stuck, and that's what I ran with. Well, it's a great one. Thanks. It literally has got me through so many doors. Yeah. Um. I was. I hosted my first year of drag. Hosted the Gay Times Awards with Jinx Monsoon. Mm. But they told me afterwards that I only got the job because they wanted to say that Frida Slaves was hosting at the National Gallery Portrait Museum. I was like, oh, okay. They had never seen me host because I had never hosted anything before. <laughs> but the name has got me through doors and it travels so well. Yeah. So when I went to New York, <clears throat> like all the, the queens that I loved and admired had already heard of me before they'd even seen me. Right. So it was like trying to live up to my name, which is quite scary. Um, but people, I realized if they hadn't seen me, they assumed that I'm a comedy queen because of my name. Oh, okay. But then they see that I'm actually a dancing queen. They're like, oh, okay. And I'm not funny at all. So, it's Well, it's just... good to give them a little switch up. <laughs> yeah. You know, they never, they keep them on their toes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the slave's name and the slave family, I think we've got a great name. I'm going to run with it. Mm-hmm. So also, you, you have others in the house? I've got one. I've got a daughter, Release mm. of Slaves. And now how long have you been the drag mom to your drag daughter? Um, she's been around for about three years now. Um, I wouldn't say I'm really her mum. I gave her the name. Okay. And I was like, well, there you go. That's my job done. Well, it's a bit different in the UK than yeah, in the States, right? The absolutely. whole drag mom thing. Yeah. How would you classify or typify what that is in uh, England? Um, I think for me personally, and I think for a lot of girls, especially in London, the family is who you work with more sure. rather than like, who you spend time with mm-hmm. but I, I some people are throwing the word family around too much and i'm not and i'm not here for it <laughs> <laughs> like um like sink the pink they say we're a family all the time sure i don't see any of them at any point <laughs> unless i'm being paid to yeah however i would say my family even though if they're listening to this now they'd be like Bleh. 
don't call yeah. me family are like memes. So sure. Crystal and Baby. Yeah. I will see them out of drag. I will hang out with them. I know their personal lives. They know my personal life. And they're they're my family. Sure. But also I'd say like someone like Margot Marshall, who's done your podcast, yeah. is my sister because we work together all the time. Sure. Um so I think it's a case of who you work with. Yeah. Uh, rather than because no one really lives together and has a big house and no one oh, takes sure. somebody's in yeah uh to have like a proper house right um, right well i mean i just always love the concept of that oh I, yeah no i say yeah i'm thinking about it i think i couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> oh no that the actual reality of it yeah. especially for someone who likes their space right. likes the the separation of church and state yeah you don't want to have the argument about the dishes no i no. don't no i don't want to no. know no no you want to turn want up that. see them at work yeah. Have a lovely chat. Yes. Uh, have a get drink. Get the best of them. Yeah. And then leave. <laughs> well, they can get the best of me and then leave. Well, there you go. I'm quite boring right. most we all, of the time. <laughs> we all only have so much best to offer. Yeah. At, at the best very, of times. very limited. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are a few of your favorite songs to perform? Oh, I. Uh, it depends on the venue. I love a good walk around song. Uh-huh. So, like last summer or the summer before, I don't know, time, time isn't real. <laughs> we did a Club Night Quartache. And it was outside because everyone had to be outside. Mm. Lots of long tables, but in a warehouse. Okay. And, um, you could just walk around and just talk to all the tables and perform because the lights were everywhere. And I would do Diana Ross, The Boss. Oh, such a great one. Like a slight remix of it. Mm-hmm. And it was just, that always just gives me such euphoria when I do it. I honestly do think I'm Diana Ross. Just walking around, touching people with my big hair and just... Oh, I love it. The grandeur, the drama. Oh, yeah. The, the uplift. Yeah. What else do I love doing? Um, Are you a fan of Mahogany? No. No, interesting. No. And why? Um, I've only watched it when I was younger. And I just didn't get it. Sure. Uh, because, it's a frustrating film. Yeah. It is. And I just don't understand it as a kid. So I just lean towards The Wiz. Yeah, The Wiz <laughs> is, yeah. You can't not like The Wiz. Right? Right, yeah. That's that is an amazing film. It really, it's totally bananas. Yeah, it's so good. Um, it's also why I think I love Dreamgirl so much because it's loosely based on Diana, isn't it? I know. I love so. that. I love it, it. The thing where you're like, I want to look this up. You know, in the middle of it, you're watching. Yeah. You're like, wait, that's based on who again? Yeah. And then I also love that James Early is like the sort of a combination of a couple of those guys. Yeah. And um, and then you're like, oh, this is the Marvin Gaye stuff, and then yeah. this is the sort of the James, James Brown, Brown thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love all that. And then Florence Ballard. To, I can't yeah. remember Jennifer Hudson's character's name, but I think Effie White. Effie is loosely based on Florence, yeah. right? Yeah. And I love all that stuff. And the history of all that stuff is great, too. Yeah. All the performances and all of the um, the further digging that you can do yeah. from a film like that is yeah, great. Yeah. I think Mahogany, the main problem I have with it is at the end, she sort of sacrifices her career for Billy Dee Williams' career. And while it makes sense of the time that it was made, it's, uh, it's not the best. No. You know, because you're like really rooting for her. You're like, yeah. She's an amazing designer. She should be doing all of this. And then Billy Dee Williams is not that impressive. He's a politician. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I going back to musicals. Yeah. When I watched the um, My Fair Lady. Oh yeah. Um, it ended slightly differently to the film in the sense that she walked out after he said "fetch my slippers" at the end. Oh. Okay. Um, I thought that was a strong move. I was like, yes, this is a new empowering 
thing. I love little twists like that, yeah. especially on a classic. Yeah. So if they remake Mahogany, that's not going to happen, is it? No, it can't. No. Impossible. That would be the the great thing if they remade that. And with all the kind of fashion craziness. Yeah. I love, especially 70s films with fashion stuff going in oh, it, like yeah. Eyes of Laura Mars. Yeah, yeah. Any of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went off on a tangent again. That's all right. That's I encourage that. <laughs> I force people into tangents, and then they just go, "Wait, what happened? What did no, you do yeah, to me?" No, well, hang on. What, how did I get to? Oh well, we were talking oh, oh, Diana Ross and, and songs. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do uh, Steph London, which is like a, a UK rapper. Uh huh. I do her song "16 Shots" a lot. Okay, because that gets the people going. Yeah. Um, I love anything I could just really dance to. Do you have a playlist that you like to listen to when you're getting vibed up for performances, or what is your uh, preparation look like my preparation is uh it used to be a lot of disco music but now i do a disco brunch that's ruined it for me uh <laughs> <laughs> are there certain disco songs that you're completely sick of now um ring my bell <laughs> um, i love the nightlife is we don't, no one needs to hear that song oh again God, right no what else um but there are certain ones that come up at certain times of brunch. I'm like, oh, I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> but definitely Ring My Bell is definitely one of them. Yeah. YMCA, which I don't think is classed. I don't class it as a disco track. Interesting. But apparently everyone else does. Yeah. Hate that song. Really? Okay. Hate it. Yeah. Don't you oh, like any Village People songs? No. Really? Oh, I love Macho Man and In the Navy. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a bit of a thing for the Village People too, especially their more rotten numbers. Like my roommate, anyone right. listening to this afterwards, check it out. It's one of the worst songs you've ever heard in your life. My roommate. My roommate. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to listen to it. Some, one of the things I love about their stuff is sometimes the lyrics have a English as second language tint to them because <laughs> they were written by a French, uh, the French guy. Oh, right. <laughs> and, then, and then the singer would sort of help to translate it, but they didn't really do too much. And like, let's make this more grammatically familiar. Right. There's also great, like later on, Sex Over the Phone, which was co-written by Bruce Valanche and some oh, okay, other stuff. Okay, right. See, I don't know any of these numbers. All I know is Macho Man in the Navy and YMCA. You know, there's there's no reason to know these other ones. Yeah, they're just, I have a bit of a thing for the Village People All and right, the bizarre I'm gonna, history. I'm going to listen to it when I go home. Terrific. One I can recommend to you that's not by Village People, but by the creators of Village People, uh, who had another group called the Ritchie Family. It's a right. song called I Feel Disco Good, which Ooh. is a phenomenal, phenomenal like berserk. Right? Who doesn't want to feel disco good? Mm. It's a good euphemism for things. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts <laughs> I of stuff. Feel disco good. <laughs> <laughs> and what about when you go out? Where mm. do you like to go out? Well, Horsemeat Disco. Well, sure, that's, of I course. That's the obvious. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't really go out much because I'm always working them. Yeah. It tends to take the novelty yeah. away from it, right? Um, so how about this? How about what's your perfect night? My perfect night? Uh, there's two versions there's a going out one and there's a staying in one yeah well uh, describe each of those okay the going out one would be to have pre-drinks i love a good pre-drink session mm. at somebody else's house <laughs> right Not because mine. as we established yeah no mess no muss, yeah. no fuss um like because when i was a kid i had like 13 best girlfriends mm-hmm. at school so before we go out we'd all get dressed straighten each other's hair well not mine obviously but like do the nails and i loved that and yeah. then going out was just such a disappointment mm. but i loved like being together yeah. so i love a pre-drink before i go out yeah and i think i'd head somewhere like royal Vauxhall tavern mm-hmm. or the eagle um as long as i can dance i'm happy um i can stay out until the wee hours of the morning if the music is good and when i I'm say the you. music is good that means not techno. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also not too, too loud. 
Yeah, oh, that's how I feel. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I've definitely. I'm that person who wears earplugs in the club now. Yeah, me too. I yeah. mean, I have tinnitus. So I don't need yeah. it to get any worse. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I just don't understand why all these clubs that are open till like the next day, like in Vauxhall and Fire, they all have to play like annoying, intense, like right. repetitive noises. Yeah, it's just it's noise. strange, right? Uh, yeah. Like I, I would stay out if it was still like Whitney and Britney and yeah, all the rest. Yeah, I just or the w- old school stuff where they used to call morning music. You know that like there was just because New York clubs in the late seventies and early eighties they would have these categories like sleaze and morning music that was sort of slower tempo, not right. wildly slow, but still groovy disco oh. stuff. And uh, oh. that would be amazing. I would love that, and I would absolutely stay out. Till. Well, let's bring it back. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We're okay. working on that now. All right then. Perfect. Yeah, um, I would love a club like that. Yeah, um, but the the staying in one. Yeah, I love a good glass of white wine, mm-hmm. a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. That's that's my choice. Uh huh. Some good cheese. <laughs> um, and then like a terrible movie. Oh, I love terrible films. Yeah, yeah. Like something that I've seen many times before that I can just like sit down with my friends, chat, but also watch. Those discuss. are so much fun. Yeah, yeah pointing out terrible moments and yeah. bad stunts and all that and i also love a sleepover because i'm mm-hmm. such a kid <laughs> like i love it when all my friends we're all together like on a sofa bed yeah uh just talking up like until like two o'clock in the morning about absolute nonsense yeah house hangs are the best and oh, what do you do the next morning do you have breakfast oh you know? yeah i love cooking a big breakfast so you do like making a meal for people i love people cooking me a big breakfast there you go there you go you didn't want to get uh trapped in anything here no but also i like i will help cook the breakfast mm-hmm. like i'll do like one thing so then i have an excuse not to wash up afterwards perfect like, well, i cooked breakfast yeah do you know what i mean yeah oh you don't have to cook if you just clean up later yeah. you always offer that to someone it seems great to them at the time absolutely then they have to deal with the aftermath exactly <laughs> so if i just do like some scrambled eggs easy but Perfect. I've done the work, you know? Yeah, you have. You have. It's one simple classic thing. Or I'll be the person who goes to the shops to get all the ingredients. That's also a good move, too, because then yeah. you're done. Yeah. You come back, everything's sorted, and you know that no one forgot anything because you're in charge. Absolutely. And also, you know, there's enough food because also I bought everything. <laughs> I know I need like six eggs and seven sausages. Yeah, exactly. I like that as well, uh, stocking up for stuff. I'll overbuy a little, but I always feel it's better to have too much than not enough. Always. You can take it home and eat it later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah there's nothing worse than going to a friend's house for dinner and then they're like come round for 7 30 so you get there at eight you're not having dinner until 10 30 i'm like uh. mate i am starving <laughs> and then they like present it to you and it's like so small and tiny and i'm like mate i remember going mate. over to someone's party once in massachusetts and they didn't have any ice and again, I don't drink, but I was just annoyed. Like, it just it took me a while. I was like, "How do you not get a couple bags of ice? Yeah. Like, you just have some warm gin. Like, this is it was summertime too. Right. I thought this oh, is no. not on. No, see, I'm that person at a picnic. I will bring a bag of ice or a house party, a bag of ice because you never know. You never know, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for such a wonderful chat today right sorry yeah i've just been waffling no, as why well are you, like, why are I apologizing like, i feel like i haven't said anything poignant like well is there anything poignant no. like to say? is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to cover mate i told you before i'm vacant there's nothing in me. <laughs> i just wanted to reestablish that to make yeah. sure that you knew that you were doing the right thing thank you well i've had a lovely chat with you i'm looking forward <laughs> yeah. to doing another one sometime yeah let's do it yeah and maybe we'll do a, a terrible film movie club because i'm gonna oh. do more movie clubs and i do love the terrible films yes 
Let's Wonderful. Do it. Fabulous. Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, lovely chatting with you and have, have you. yeah, and talk to you soon.